0: didn't keep it. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, welcome to Third Room Minutes. Yeah, welcome Episode to Episode 51, Linux. 52, 52. The new 52. If we'd been doing this consistently every week. <laughs> we could have been 52 by now. It would have been like a, a year. But No. <laughs> We've been very bad about getting these things out on time. Although we, we we've been getting better at it, though. Yeah. Like I would think, you know. Yeah, yeah. Every other week. Uh, we managed to stay consistent at least for an every other week release, and it it, it holds well for our schedules. Oh, I'm I'm Joe. My name is Adrian, <laughs> and welcome to Third World Linux, episode fifty two. <laughs> the new fifty two. <laughs> we've been consistent every. <laughs> other... <laughs> nah. Um. Kidding aside, uh, how is your transition to Firefox been? Um. Here's the thing. First is, one of the things important to me is integration, right? Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like integrating my devices and because now Because you, you were an IMC major, so you integrate. <laughs> as part of the first part of your course, you integrate, market, and communicate. <laughs> that aside, it um, doesn't sync to my phone, <laughs> to my Firefox OS. Uh, I don't think it's the fault of the operating system. Yeah, because like it's still like super early days. And uh, you know what? continue <laughs> <laughs> no it's exactly that it, it's it's early days it's, it's it's okay that it's not syncing. it's it's yeah. I don't have any bookmarks in particular like important that I need to have access all the time and the phone pretty much is not good for browsing it's just good for <laughs> calls and texts yeah yeah and it's such a bad phone if you have two sim cards like I don't know if in the first world they have that, like the dual SIM card phones. Oh, no, dude, like the US, they don't even have SIM cards, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they don't, they don't do the whole GSM thing. They do uh, CDMA or whatever Yeah, that yeah, is, yeah. Which is like... Anyway. So, uh, here in the third world, most of the time we have two SIM cards. Yep. And as we've discussed before, Firefox OS is awful if you have two SIM cards. Yep. And it mm, doesn't, work, doesn't work really well. Um, so, there's that. And uh, another thing... Um, I kind of like Firefox now. I I yes, <laughs> I've integrated it in how I work. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I prefer. I I, I like for me, there's still no beating Google Chrome, but I don't know. I, I'm there's something I like. I, I can't pinpoint. Okay. Uh, I I think the UI is very customizable and much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the themer. Like my girlfriend themes <laughs> everything she can theme. To have butterflies and, and pink and cupcakes and, and sweet things. That's why it's like perfect for you because she's like the <laughs> epitome of the nineties. <laughs> well for me it's just grey, efficient, fast, speed minimalist. Like and then and, and and I haven't even tweaked everything inside like under the hood of my Firefox and it's running okay. And um my only issue is, like, the software update of Firefox. Like, right now, it just showed up. See? Firefox 38.0.1. Like, in in Chrome, it's automatically updated. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, even if I say update Firefox, it doesn't update. I guess it's because the freaking thing, <laughs> my old MacBook Pro, is too old that it can handle. <laughs> Did you update? I'm not sure. It's because you're not on Linux, because like yeah, the, the, no, no, I mean with the netbook I don't have any problems with it. Yeah, so again, it's it's not a big deal. Yeah, but the, the, then like for your netbook, I'd I'd still say you should use something like Midori, uh, because it, it, it's um compact, more compact and lightweight. Yeah, like it's faster. Like because you know you, you don't really use like too many plugins yeah, and stuff. I, I told right? you so before that when I did some benchmark tests of, of mine for browsers, like I told you, Midori man, that's the fastest thing weird and then yeah i should probably use midori but kind of like i I mean but then firefox is really good i really love firefox yeah um but there are still times that uh because i made my default browser to go yeah and i I messaged you about this like uh, oh by the way if if you hear birds in the background we're sorry these are ag's guard birds (laughs) different story the guard birds have i fed them yet I'm sure we Oh okay. Yeah anyway. <laughs> yeah Guard Birds if you've seen that movie The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock you'll see how deadly birds can be. Yep. And those birds tell their own a uh, different story, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned it on a Badega Nights. Um DuckDuckGo. Yeah. I I, I like DuckDuckGo. It's a lot simpler than Google. The downside of Duck, Duck Go, the search returns. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of those interesting things. And, and, and like, um, let's try, this is a good transition into like some Richard Stallman sort of talk yeah. stuff, right? Because, uh, what was it? The, the thing about Google is the reason their search results are so good <laughs> <laughs> is because they track you like nothing else. Like, well, and, and, and they, they tend to crawl the web better and give you better And they have AdSense. Like, uh, oh, those search terms. Yeah. You could buy Google AdWords, I think, if that's the term I forgot. Norm knows these things. Because he's been breaking sales records. Yeah. right. But yeah, that, that's that's um, part of what makes Google's results like so much better, I think, is because um, they track you like nothing else. Which is, you know... Which brings you the question, or as a consumer, it gives you an option. Would you like something that tracks you but at the same time gives you the results you need or have something more simpler more private for you and, and but you know it's a quite limited but I don't think even it, it's not that it's limited it's just that the first things that you search for in uh, Google does, is not the same search results that returns with DuckDuckGo but yeah. it's still there yeah and I mean, sometimes I can I live know. with that well the thing I, the, actually the thing I really like about DuckDuckGo is, like, right at the... Like, even before the first search results, mm-hmm. the information is there. Yeah. Like, maybe like show so, it in, the, like, uh, a like, panel like that. Yeah, like a Wikipedia entry yeah. or, you know, um, a, a link to the IMDB page, like, straight up. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that Google doesn't do as much. Uh, you can use a plugin.
1: <laughs> but there you go.
0: There you go. Um, again, if you add another plugin, that's going to blow it Yeah. me. So... There's a compromise. And, um, another cool thing about DuckDuckGo, dude, is if you can get like like if you have a cron tab. Like if you have a cron tab, so you wanna automate your whatever and it you know, you, you need to add a line to your cron tab, like you can ask DuckDuckGo, um crontab uh every like every sixth of the month at twelve noon or whatever, and then it's just gonna spit out the the syntax for your cron for your cron job <laughs> <laughs> like when DuckDuckGo duck go did that like that's um that's what i was told duck <laughs> <laughs> DuckDuckGo go still does some of the things i like doing when it comes to google because sometimes i just search like yesterday i had an interview with a ukrainian online photography magazine like i had to know what's the time in ukraine right now <laughs> yeah yeah so just uh, yeah just search what's the time in ukraine and then oop, it's there. Like it also does some of those things, like quick calculations, yeah, um, yeah. dictionary result, uh returns and results. Like it pretty much does what I wanted to do. And again, that's always my basic requirement yeah. in everything I use. If it does what I wanted to do, with like the least amount of massaging yes, possible, right? exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Unlike in Chrome, sometimes you have to put some plugins and whatnot. Yeah. Like the only things I did, and and my plugins are working properly. Is um, it's not called read the Bit. It's not readability, but I had that similar thing. Um, readable and uh, Pocket. That's like the two things I can't live without on a browser. Oh, okay. Because yeah. uh, Pocket is one of my favorite apps ever. Like every year they told me, Huh, you're a part of our 95% power users. Because <laughs> you read like 10,000 pages of articles. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you're the 99%. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure it's 10,000 pages, but it's, like, a high average of, like, I use, um, I use Pocket cause for some of work when I'm browsing articles. And mm. it's just, I love it. And if I could say, yeah, this is good. I'll save that and read that later while on commute or whatever. And that seamlessly integrates with Firefox. And I, at least for, for my OS X here in the MacBook Pro, I think I'm going to be using Firefox. Mm. Get get as much open software on that thing Yeah, (laughs) that's actually what I'm going to point out Like, hmm Now to point out What other open source software Could I put in (laughs) On very limited all sex As much as possible Stallman approved (laughs) Like yesterday During the interview She was like I can't figure out What's a good recording software Uh, Try Audacity (laughs) (laughs) Yeah like it, it, uh, it pretty much gets the job done. Like I was able to get um a lot of the Christmas album for this year done on Audacity. Like a lot of the just the remixing part. Yeah, the mixing, even some of the like a lot of the recording mm-hmm. because like I I have more acoustic guitar work now. Yeah. So, you know, like yeah, that that that's Audacity. You can get it on you can get it on that thing, right? Here? Yeah. I have Audacity here. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I use when we record. Okay. That's good. Yeah. But I use the, I use a netbook while, like, say we're talking and searching and whatnot. Mm, all right. But right now our setup is you're the one recording. So I'm just here in case we need to look up something online. Yeah. On the very slow third world connection, (laughs) internet connection. There's like an entire, it feels like there's an entire, like, nationwide outage going on, (laughs) dude. Like, I don't want to say it, but I will say it because they're probably listening right now. China. <laughs> War is imminent! <laughs> I hope not, but... Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah so uh, th- you were mentioning earlier something about Richard Stallman. Like, what, oh, was, yeah. what was the thing that you read? Like, um, I just read it in passing, like, the headlines and whatnot, that some of my IT friends who are not akin to Linux and whatnot, they were surprised because Richard Stallman claimed uh, that iOS, Windows Mobile... What what do they call themselves now? I have no idea. Yeah, whatever they want to call themselves now. Android. even Android are pretty much just malware. Well, I would argue that more than um, iOS, Android could be considered (laughs) more like malware. It's it's straight-up spyware, dude. (laughs) I mean, what do you expect from something coming from Google? Yeah, it is straight-up spyware. That's why I'm a bit hesitant. Like, oh, you should get the Android One phone. Really? <laughs> the reason I'm sticking to my Firefox is do not track. <laughs> yeah, the, do the not Firefox OS, do not track. Like either that or thirty three ten. Yeah. Like one of my friends in India, like I, I posted that on Facebook and messaged me, if I could only have my thirty three ten, I'd be using that. <laughs> oh you should have um Yeah. I, I was about to buy a thirty-three ten in Cebu, it's something like four hundred, five hundred pesos. Yeah, like you I go was... to a freaking Changi. Yeah, like yeah. one of them. And then like ask like, for right a thirty-three ten. Yeah, I, I asked how much a thirty-three ten was, and the lady was like laughing at me. She's like, "What are you gonna do with that phone?" I was like, "Snake, be free." <laughs> oh, I thought you're gonna say snake, <laughs> be off the grid, but still on it. <laughs> Very much on the grid, man. Yeah, so so. uh yeah, that's pretty much it. That's, that's it, yeah, though. Like, I mean, it is, it is pretty much like spyware, dude. Like, yeah, but, uh, what I found interesting most is because we're familiar with Stallman and his stance is very, um, not, not militaristic. What's the difference? He's like extreme, dude. Very extreme. Right. We are familiar with that when we hear him spout those things. You're like, oh yeah, here there he goes again. I yeah. mean, we're not dismissing him. It's just we know where he stands. Yeah. But someone in the tech world and for someone who made a bit of noise by claiming those things, everyone was surprised. You're like, dude, just frame just look at the frame of reference. Yeah. Here. Like what, what they're doing is pretty much just tracking everything. Yeah. So like And what is tracking everything but Yeah, that's exactly it. It's malware. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, man. And like I really do think that um we we need somebody like Stallman in our camp, even yeah. though even though we don't like agree with what he says hundred percent, because mm-hmm. you know, uh, we actually do use non-free hardware. <laughs> right now. what are in front of our faces? A MacBook with Arch on it. Arch. I have an I'm uh, fine. I have a tablet here shot with out malware to David. on it. With a malware tablet. You know, like, um, I just installed UFC. <laughs> Like, one of the things I love about, uh, one of the things I really like about Debian is they have the non-free repository. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, uh, that was a thing that they, that they did. Like, like, they, they all took a vote on it. And like, should we have non-free software? Because, uh, and, and free is in, free is in speech, right? Because mm-hmm. like everything there is free is in beer. Um, and this, this was some time ago where they all took a vote and overwhelmingly, uh, The people sort of running Debian the the community were all like yeah we should have like a non-free repo that you separate out that way if you don't want to have non-free software you can just leave it out but if you do want non-free software so say like a a Broadcom driver Mm -hmm. or your NVIDIA drivers you just add that line Uh to your um, sources.list file and that's uh, and that—that's something I love about Debian. Like they give you that choice. Like, do you want to have all free and open source software, or do you want to have um, proprietary software? Right. Uh, but then that's—but then that is precisely the reason that Debian isn't Stallman-approved, <laughs> because you have the option to have non-free software on it. And I think it's just an option. Yeah. It becomes Stallman not approved when you go to that. Uh, when, when you access that repo, oh no! That, that's that's the thing about Stallman that 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 makes him kind of weird, yeah, or that that makes it that that makes him extreme or militaristic, as you put it. <laughs> um, it's it's that even no, just um, even be, no, just because they have the choice, it becomes non-free. Ah, because um, remember how uh, remember how developers developers, mm. uh, what's his name? Uh Balmer. Yeah. Remember how Balmer said that open source <laughs> is <laughs> in the NBA in the NBA uh, Western <laughs> conference and <laughs> Developers <laughs> anyway. But yeah, it's like um you have H- how we said that open source is a cancer and it's like th- the the existence there is like cancerous. Mm. Um if you take the exact opposite stance, that's Stallman. Yeah. Like the mere Stalin. presence of proprietary software is it's detrimental. Mm-hmm. Right? So um like like I, I think the reason that we the, the fundamental reason that we disagree with Richard Stallman is because he doesn't seem to believe in choice. Uh, like he doesn't he doesn't want us to make the wrong decision. Yeah, Kim Jong Stallman <laughs> But then no, because like he, he does do like a lot of good though. <laughs> Kim Jong Stallman for the good of the Everybody in North Korea loves <laughs> Anyway, but uh, kidding aside, and uh, geopolitical jokes, <laughs> geopolitical jokes aside, yeah. I, I tend to agree with Stalman when he presents it in such a way that when he he presents a, an idea of how this can immediately turn bad. Yeah. But it's always doomsday scenario to him. <laughs> then that's where we go. Really. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's the same way that um, the, like, like, like bringing American politics into this, <laughs> it's it's the same way that the right needs Fox News uh-huh. and the left needs people like Bill Meyer, Ma- 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 what's his name? Mm-hmm. Like that, that, yeah, I totally forgot his name. Who? Uh, Bill something. No, dude, CNN is is sort of in the middle, man. Like, like, like yeah. talking extreme left. Uh, MSNB, no, not MSNBC. Um, but,
1: ah. yeah,
0: yeah, Like there's there's this one show. Um, Bill M- M- Ma Maher? Ma Maher, Bill Maher, Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah, Bill Him. Maher. Like he's really like he's really all the way on the left. So like you need Bill Maher and you need um, Glenn Beck. <laughs> you know, or O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah, like you need you need the extremes mm-hmm. to know that there is a middle. <laughs> yeah to give you that perspective of going through the middle. Yeah. And I yeah. guess that's where we thread along and and for those who are not familiar with Richard Stallman, I think that's where they should have that like I hope they don't dismiss him. Mm. They 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 look at him and what he says is like you have a point. But <laughs> Yeah, you have a point, but it's um or or maybe it's just maybe it's just like me being too like Aristotelian when it comes to um <laughs> Like, you've read Nicomachean Ethics, right? Yeah. Like, how how bravery is the mm-hmm. midpoint between being brash and being a coward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good God. Political thought. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting off-tangent section. Well, <laughs> no, it was courage. I think he used the word courage is mm-hmm. between brashness mm-hmm. and uh-huh. uh, cowardice. And, like, you need to have those two extremes. That way, um, you know mm-hmm. what a good mid-ground is. And, um, we sort of need that, I think. We need, we need people that are like extreme in order for us to be able to find the middle. Yeah. Still wish though that, I mean, it's nice that we have extreme people, but I think open source world still needs a good PR type of person. Mark Shuttleworth, man. But he's no Elon Musk. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's thinking of, um, he's, he's thinking of, uh, what's it? He is thinking of going public with Ubuntu or canonical huh like he mentioned it in an interview in passing or something that like he's thinking of um bringing like like setting up an iPO or whatever interesting right like that that could be uh interesting thing, right because of their cloud offerings their their idea of snappy packages like like they, they they're pretty strong in the cloud right like yeah. if you look at a lot of the cloud deployments, a lot of them are Ubuntu. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's thinking of going public with that. Interesting, and we might see bit, uh, Bitcoin being used to buy those stocks. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's um. That for me is the interesting <laughs> thing that will yeah. happen there, because the tech world is not just ruled by Silicon Valley. Of yeah, course. now it's South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going. To, so, so if if that goes according to plan, we're going to have another like big company. That's publicly listed, um, that has its roots in open source software. So we, you know, somebody to grow up against Red Hat in a way. And hopefully, you know, hopefully get to that billion dollar, like Red Hat is now a billion dollar company or something. Yeah. So like, wow, okay. And in other news um, concerning companies and stuff, uh, what was the name of that? The 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 distribution sort of family that we never really got into, because this was like after we got into Linux, uh, Mandriva. Mm-hmm. Mandriva. Uh, that that's that you know, the company behind Mandriva is shutting down. Ooh. <laughs> um, and I'm sure like a lot of the because apparently uh, Mandrake was like the best Linux distro like in the late 90s. Yeah. Right, uh, I was never, you know, I was probably too young <laughs> to even care at the time. But, you know, a lot of the older guys have, like, a lot of happy feelings. Or the, the reminisce. Yeah, like, they reminisce. <laughs> Days like, of old. Like, this was before Yum made RPMs usable. <laughs> 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 that long? <laughs> you know, like, like, um, yeah, apparently they had, like, the best... Uh, distro then so you know wow we got really corporate dude like <laughs> Ubuntu you know thinking about an IPO and being a publicly listed company I by stock there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking uh, we'll see uh, let's see what, what their like initial uh, yeah, what promises IPOs, to investors yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, like, like if and if how know. the IPO what, what's the worth yeah when they, when they release are they gonna ring the bell I have no idea I hope you ring the bell <laughs> Always oh, be closing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh. that's good though. Like, it's it, it's good. It's that continuous we, you know, development. Man. Yeah, it's continuous development. Because I mean, it's nice if you the company is grounded on that rather than just using uh, open source technologies. It's nice that something is really just purely open source. You know what I find really interesting, though, like as um like the open source like community, we mm-hmm. we have this uh sort of distrust for no we, well I, I don't know maybe it's just me being a punk but like <laughs> there's this big trust for big or distrust for big corporations, but um like if if you if you study uh corporate law mm-hmm. and corporation law, the most transparent thing, <laughs> really. Is to be a publicly listed company, yeah, because, because you have to, you you have to your disclose assets. your financial statements. Exactly, you have to, you know, like so, I, I've scoured a bunch of annual reports. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's like <laughs> for some for my other day job. Yeah, so uh, that's that's something that I find really interesting. That, um, sh- yeah. Or, or maybe it's just, like, the, the the conflict. No, the distrust is in the business practices, not so much the numbers. Okay. Because you can could, you could see there uh, our risk management strategy right now is we're allotting 75% of the current expense to whatever, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're not going to see, you only see a statistic. Right. You're not going to see somebody's, uh, like, you're not going to see 5,000 people laid off just to make money of that 75%. Yeah, but then isn't that like, the same with like, like any that. business, though? And the difference between like a publicly listed company and a private, and, and a PLC. Uh, wait, what was it? And, and a private company mm. is, uh, with a private company, you can do that without having to disclose. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess, I guess, there's just, a, especially nowadays, the distrust with uh, big corporations mm. because of what they do and what they represent. Malware. (laughs) Malware. (laughs) But at the end of the day, if it's going to get funding for your open source projects, why not? Hmm. And the hope is always, at least for me, and I'm always optimistic when it comes to big businesses, is that it will trickle down. Oh, you right wing, not you. (laughs) (laughs) That's always my hope. It always trickles down. Does it happen? (sighs) (laughs) That's all I can say I was speaking of trickling down um, Going back to Red Hat, dude Red Hat is uh, Assigning one of its developers Like one of its full-time developers To work on the Nouveau driver Oh So, like, we're going to be getting a better open-source driver (laughs) Like a better open-source video driver And we need more of that Especially if we're going to enter full-time gaming Yeah, yeah because, like you know, the Nvidia driver is yeah fine, but then you know we need something Stallman approved as well. Exactly. So that would be the Nouveau driver, um, which which I use. Yeah, you know, and it can get pretty hot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, <laughs> thank you, Red Hat, for putting resources. Yeah. Again, that's what happens when you have big corporations putting people to work. It trickles down. <laughs> yeah, like you. Um, yeah, you do sort of need a big company behind uh big open source projects. Yes. Yeah. Or at least because like we sure as hell aren't funding. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> you know? for some reason that uh, we have to accept again, I guess that's not that's why it's not Stallman approved. It's gotta be a thing now. <laughs> like Stallman approved. Yeah that like, that's the um that's the nomenclature that a lot of podcasters yeah. use, which is why I brought it up. Like yeah we're we're now like using Stalman the we're now using the nomenclature of Linux podcasters. <laughs> Stallman approved. Yeah. Um, that's why the things that are not Stallman approved is because, you know, but, but we have to accept the fact that funding has to come from somewhere. Yeah. Because we sure as hell don't because, you know, the donation strategies are not working. Yep. <laughs> again, it devalues the software. We talked about this on Bodega Nights yeah. when Norm dropped out. <laughs> like, it devalues uh, the software and the content. So I mean that's why I always push for like a better model is like more of a Patreon type mm. where you're subscribed, yeah, rather than like a one-time payment, one-time of, like, payment 20 and then pesos you're done, to yeah, way. something that you're subscribed because development doesn't stop. Yeah, it's always continuous and you have to. Yeah, continuous. Time. So, so so that's where Steve Ballmer got it right by yelling developers over and over <laughs> <laughs> and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> because developers. If only he could developers. will his team to <laughs> <laughs> To victory. <laughs> he made some he made some of the best faces in that playoff series. <laughs> like he doesn't have hair and he's tried to grab his hair. Ah. <laughs> uh, gotta love that guy and why he entered the freaking NBA. Because man, the Clippers really weren't very much. Yeah. Then. But then, you know, it's been a while. Been a while. No, but but I mean, we're moving to off-tangent section. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's pretty much it, huh? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, uh, that's the news in the past two weeks. and that's well, the that isn't very much week. news. I'm sure there's yeah, been a lot there's more. There's been a lot. I mean, come on. <laughs> what, what, what else does it reach here, right? Uh, Yeah, well, Richard Stallman, man. He was here, you know? Yeah, he yeah. was here. <laughs> but okay. again, it felt like... like I, I'm I'm pretty sure that, you know, the people that showed up were people that sh- sort of believed in the Stalman stuff anyway. Yeah. Like a lot of it is preaching to the choir, so. I don't know. We'll see. That's why, again, going back, the need for. Uh, what do you call this? A good PR person that we could represent or push. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be you, John O'Bacon.
1: <sighs> but John but O'Bacon good. was really good, though. He, yeah, was, good. He's he was good. Just like, really good. like Bacon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Harkens back to an old joke we had. <laughs> Good, like bacon. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, or Brian Lunduk, you know, yeah. Lunduk, because people would actually t- still think twice. Like, is he serious right now? <laughs> he's not like a bastion of hope. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's John O' Bacon, dude. Like that. that yeah. could that could be John O' Bacon. Right. Uh, we'll see when they go yeah. public. Well, he's not with Canonical anymore, though. Yeah, no, but. Again, he's gonna be a good representative, even though if he's not canonical anymore, like he's for got the open that source. voice. Yeah, yeah, for the community. Say if he engages into a good project and and, and makes developments for it. Mm. That's why I'm looking for our uh, Elon Musk, <laughs> musky, musky, <laughs> like a good perfume. Yeah. So, uh, what does everybody out in internet land think? Uh, you could shout out your opinions to twitter dot com slash third world linux. Uh just head over to channel fourteen dot com channel F O U R T E and Yeah everything com. is over there. Email us if you do it you want to do it the traditional way. Yeah. Jesus Christ email is now the traditional, the traditional way. way yeah. <laughs> uh contact the channel fourteen dot com, right? Uh, you know uh what Check out our other shows is is this is yeah, on YouTube, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, now we have like this whole. I have this whole like spiel now, but then you know, like uh, a yeah. call to action, whatever. <laughs> in, in the spirit of open source, I have a little notebook in front of me. Uh, yeah, so like subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know, give us a review. Um, what was it like I was listening to another podcast and they were like. If you like us, give us a good review on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you, you, you're you on. If, if you don't like it, um, just email us and we'll improve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to support the show, we have Amazon links. Yeah, although I'm not sure if they're still active. <laughs> I don't know. I think my sister bought some books. Oh, cool. So we have like two cents now. Probably. Uh, huh. What else? Are we... Oh, yeah. yeah uh, uh, YouTube slash YouTube slash Channel 14. Um, and if you're listening to us on YouTube, like and subscribe. Yeah. 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 Watch out for the Let's Plays as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. This far, this is the off tangent section. Hey, hey, hey. Now, we just had such a good discussion about geopolitics <laughs> and um, the American military complex and the reunification of North and South Korea. And the USS George Washington about to head here in the Philippine Islands. Yep. Is it the George Washington? No idea. But yeah, uh, 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 ending world ge- hunger, <laughs> finding alternative sources of energy. <laughs> Defeating global warming, stuff like that. Yeah, ending violence against women. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm gonna search USS George Washington. Speaking of George Washington, I, I kind of dig this new series in History Channel. No, Sons of Liberty. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you know how TV. I like don't watch TV at all, right? <laughs> which which kind of um. Which is kinda weird because I've been watching like a lot of uh, a lot of pool again, like on YouTube. Pool? Billiards ma. Yeah, I know that's your sport. Yeah, I've been watching like a lot of it on YouTube again. And I was <laughs> thinking like, okay, so you know, I wanna see if I can still play it. Oh well watch it on like ESPN or whatever. <laughs> because like <laughs> because it's a couple of months back, right? Because of course. Yeah. And that that sport. <laughs> <laughs> been so long yeah since Johnny's closed down like where else yeah I mean that's very 2001 when they, like you have a pool table pool hall every like every five blocks in Manila yeah yeah, yeah. like you know it's like wow uh like, like the the up and coming players um that like when I was like really watching mm-hmm the up and coming players are now like the top players. Yeah. Huh. So say like in, in the Philippines, um like Dennis Orculio livan Levan Corteza. No, Livan Cortez <laughs> freaking a hey, it's been a long time since I heard that name. They're right. now the ones on top top of their game. Yeah, the you know. Like um the Americans, uh what's the name of that uh, what's the name of that deaf guy? Um uh god, what was his name? He's he's deaf, Shane Van Boning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Van Boning. Right? Like <laughs> you know. Uh, top players. Yeah. Um play. yeah. Strickland is still playing. Well yeah, Strickland still plays, but you know, like like all the legends well, no, because like Mike Siegel would be the legends, but like you know, the guys <laughs> like um the guys like Reyes, Bustamante, yeah. uh you know, Earl Strickland. And who's the British dude? Um Yeah. Welsh. Huh? Forgotten. Uh, well, anyway. Well uh, the, the the top British player now is this uh, it's a bald guy. He looks a lot like Bok um, <laughs> only white. Yeah, this is Darren Appleton. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's 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 tearing up the scene now. Uh-huh uh, Yeah, but they're like the British though. They, they weren't really like pool players, pool players, pool players, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they like they a lot snooker. of them. Yeah, a lot of them end up um, being snooker stars. And the guys that end up uh, becoming like the best British pool players now are the guys that start off with British eight ball. Oh yeah, or English eight ball. I forgot what it's called, but it's it's like you have yellow and red balls, mm-hmm. smaller table, and an eight ball. No holes. Oh no, it's just a different game. That's carrom. Oh. Um, yeah. So like it, it, the the guys that play English eight ball um, are the guys that end up becoming ended up becoming like the best uh, British players for like nine ball, ten ball. Mm-hmm. Although there was a time when, like the great snooker players, ended up doing a lot of pools. so like your Ronnie yeah. O'Sullivan's, your uh, Steve Davis, I think like, Steve Davis is the one. That, uh, anyway, yeah, like Daryl Peach. I yeah, think the like there was know. a time before here, at least in the Philippines, that every time the World Nine Ball Open in Wales happened, like they televised it. Yeah, um, and then it was it was in Manila. Yeah, and then there was a time the, that the, they did it in there Manila. The time it was in Manila. There was a time I think it was in Taiwan? Yeah, because um no not Feng Pang Chao. Um but like uh, uh, because one Chinese player was tearing the entire thing off. That was, that was probably Feng Pang Chao. Like that, that yeah. guy is um like if we have Efren Reyes, they yeah. have Feng Pang Chao. It's like smooth. <laughs> yeah. He was like and you know, go, going like looking at it again, like wow. You know, the uh the the, the Taiwanese yeah, still the Taiwanese. have like the Taiwanese still have that. Same sort of like robotic style uh-huh. where they have like the perfect stroke. It's perfectly straight, you know. Um, like the Filipinos still have that really loose yeah. style where like <laughs> really you're You're just you're, playing you're, at some somebody's pool, pool, ta- pool hall yeah, <laughs> in your neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, like when you look at when you look at the stroke, right? Like mm-hmm. traditionally, like, if, if you read, if you read books, um, they always tell that your stroke has to be a straight line from the back of your cue all the way to um that contact point on the cue ball so you pull it back and then you like it has to be straight it has to be perfectly straight with good follow through but for us it's like, like curving <laughs> yeah the Filipinos have this really curvy like like I have no idea how Francisco Bustamante does it yeah because he has like this really weird looking oscillation in his um in his cueing motion but like and he his uh, what do you call it you his break you- is freaking strong yeah well, no, the nine ball championships now are in Doha, mm-hmm. and no, I was, well, I'm not surprised. I was watching though; like, hardly anybody was in attendance. Oh it's like, man! Wow is is this because it's Doha? Like, they don't, they don't have very much prestige, or they just, I mean, Qatar and like the Middle East is everyone's like inviting sports events. Yeah, yeah, but they're like, I'm I'm not sure though because there weren't very many people in attendance. Was it because there just isn't that much interest there, or is it because like the tickets were too expensive? Because like the royalty was there. Mm-hmm. Like the royalty was in attendance But, you know, you didn't have insane cheering when, you know, Mika Imanen made this really insane, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> a kick or whatever Like contrast to, I think it was Ronnie Alcano with the soft break Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was like, what, 2007 or something? Yeah Like, yeah, th- yeah that, that, that soft break, wow which like everybody's like, and, and when he was up against Strickland. Strickland also breaks like f- freaking madman. Yeah, and then yeah. you see Ronnie Alcano. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Are there like really weird rules now with um, like the World Cup of Pool? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this like interesting rule they have with the break, where you have to get at least three object balls to the like like you, you break on the like you break below the second diamond or whatever mm-hmm. right like there's that line yeah. that people draw right uh, you have to get three balls there or uh, it turns to the opponent yeah darn, right so so you have to have strong breaks yeah or you have to get where where um and like if you sink a ball on the break it counts as one of those three balls ah, okay so if you get two balls on the break and one makes it past that headstring then like you're good. So they're encouraging um, like more move a faster pace game. Uh, they're encouraging stronger breaks. <laughs> <laughs> at least with that, man. like like yeah, at least with that particular tournament, it's really weird. Like I don't see a soft break, but I really like that soft like cut break. Yeah, because you're going for position instead of strength. Yeah, and but do they for, still yeah. have the rules wherein like I'm not sure if it's during a break that every ball must hit the wall. Uh yeah that that's a I I really love that rule. Yeah. Um where unless you sink a ball you have to hit a cushion after you mm. make the I don't know the initial hit. Yeah. Like that 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 makes for really... really interesting play. Yeah. It's not just placement that you're after. It has to hit the wall. Yeah. Like with with safety play. Yeah. It discourages lazy safety play. <laughs> like boop I'm just going to put it in behind not even hitting anything. Yeah. That's um, but then like they, they don't have the rule of the snooker because the, the, mm-hmm. the snooker tables are much bigger, yeah. so I'm not like ragging on snooker players saying that you guys have bad safety play. But they have to sink a lot more balls. Yeah, snooker players are you know that's a totally different discipline. Like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's different. Like you have to hit this color and then the red and then yeah, yeah. So so it's a it's a different discipline altogether. Aside from like say nine pool or just how to finish and sink nine. Yeah Although like people are Really into 10 ball now Which is weird Which is Sort of like 9 ball Except 10 balls <laughs> <laughs> And you have to call You have to call You have to call the pockets I think uh, But do they still have like I call it the 3 knockdown rule <laughs> I don't know what it's really called Like To yeah. be able to count That You get the the rack Or the, that table Is if you can Make Your opponent Commit 3 errors Yeah yeah 3 foul rule uh, the 3 foul rule Um not very many people do that because like people've gotten so good at kicking. Uh yeah. You know, and, and like unless and um they're they're encouraging at least with the World Cup of Pool they're encouraging uh a good spread of balls, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the So yeah, it's harder mission. to pull that off. It's harder to have good safety like these crazy safety battles. Which is why I like the soft break like it 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 um yeah. You know, you you you, you uh you have more clumps. And for me, that's what's interesting about pool that you could, it can become a chess match. Yeah. Strategize. Okay. This is the placement of the balls. Yeah. yeah. How can I make my, my opponent commit errors so that at least it will turn to me. Yeah. That isn't, but then that isn't like nine ball though. Uh Like nine ball is all about, uh, nine ball is all about like crazy three cushion positioning and all of that stuff. Um, games like, uh, Games like snooker encourage more safety chess matches, pretty much. But like, yeah, nine ball, ten ball, they encourage you to break and run, break and run, Mm -hmm. break and run. And Uh, you have that flow. Yeah. Cause, um, like I think it's the scorer who gets the table, right? Depends. Uh, Depends. uh, Like, depends on tournament. Yeah. It's like you have, um, you have winner breaks and alternating breaks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what's your preference? Alternate breaks or winner breaks? Depends on how. Depends on how long the race is uh, Say like yeah if it's, if it's a race to five Alternating breaks Or no, a way. race to seven alternate. Yeah alternate, But there are some Like breaks. race to 17 <laughs> Yeah race to 17 I wouldn't mind having A winter break mm-hmm. Because you know Like you get to see These crazy Like strings of racks And you know? then It becomes an endurance play right? Yeah <laughs> Like yeah. you're on your 11th rack How long can you keep this going Yeah Like you have a You have like a what, what, what was that thing it was called the, it, was, it was the color of money which was Efren Reyes against uh, Earl Strickland mm-hmm. in like a race to a hundred or something like <laughs> what like, what's that like, like a, a few days the <laughs> Aleman type billiard <laughs> it was, you know you, you, you just keep on playing for like a few days and you know speaking of not okay fine billiards is not a weird sport but you know what a weird sport that uh, I'm watching right now croquet no <laughs> that's too much Monster Jam, oh, that's so cool! <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they have uh, we have Fox Sports, right? right so right. in between NBA and whatnot, oh, Monster Jam, like Grave Digger. <laughs> um, the thing about I like about Monster Jam is like awesome, huge trucks, right? And people are fanatic in such a way that it's like watching wrestling. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. And then I get the race when they have to do like their quick sprint races or mm-hmm. quick obstacle races. I still don't get how you scored the freestyle. I mean, like, um, but there's just an obstacle course. You yeah, jump yeah, yeah, the yeah. ramps. You do backflips. You do yeah, donuts. Yeah. But then like, I don't like, uh... get how it's scored. Like for skateboarding, we know how it's scored. Well, like yeah. a vert run. We I, know. Was, I was gonna, I was gonna say maybe it's like skateboarding. Exactly, <laughs> but we know. Okay, that has good air. Okay, he didn't waste walls. Yeah, yeah. Like we know those things when we watch skateboarding vert, right? Or even street sometimes. Like if he's got a good flow, very technical. Yeah, yeah. He's using all of the cores. Yeah. But but for freestyle, a monster jam, I don't get how they score it. And there's this concept of bonus time. Like you have okay. a one minute run. Yeah. That you could score as much or can do as much in the one minute, and then um, each of the the competitors have a bonus time of I think thirty seconds, mm-hmm. where it will add up. What well, what you have? Say you score twenty five points on your main time, like that one minute. Mm -hmm. And then you go to your bonus time and say you score five points. So you're gonna be your total is now 30. Okay. So I I really don't get maybe I should look up how Monster Jam is scored. (laughs) Yeah. But some of the things they could do with those trucks are amazing. Like there was a double backflip on a freaking truck (laughs) (laughs) on a freaking one like a ton truck could do double backflips like i'd be insane as well when i see that live like oh our grave digger no um it was a canadian who did that of all things it's like a <laughs> double people yeah a double backflip on a truck like yeah i mean motocross can do that but a freaking monster truck like next thing we're going to see was we'll see like vert ramps <laughs> <laughs> and they have an uh, amazing like um if the truck say, careens out of control, mm-hmm. all trucks have, like, an automatic kill switch that the, like, it's not inside the truck. Okay. Those outside the truck are in control of the automatic kill switch. Uh-huh. Like, say it's careening out of control or you're landed badly, they could turn off the kill switch, kills the truck. Okay. But the, that doesn't count as, like, a deduction. It just stops a clock as well so that you can repos- reposition if your mm. truck is still able yeah, to do yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Like, for me, that's an interesting thing, because they do it inside stadiums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, again, another insane thing about monster truck. Huge trucks! House-sized trucks! Inside a freaking stadium! <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that now. Yeah. And, I i mean, that's why I am telling my sister, can you score me tickets to the monster truck show like, happening here? Because, like, one of the, my favorite trucks when I'm watching is Max D, Maximum Destruction, and, um... Uh, Gravedigger, they're gonna go here and like, oh, I need a picture of those. I need to have them signed by uh, the Andersons. Like, ooh, I need to have them signed. <laughs> or buy like a, buy like 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 trucks for your car. <laughs> <laughs> sign my trucks.
1: <laughs> oh Wait, no, skateboards, skateboards, right? <laughs>
0: skateboards. Sorry, skateboards. Yeah, <laughs> sign my trucks. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we need we need StarCraft in our lives again. Well, you know, I'm happy. I'm <laughs> yeah, happy yeah I mean, I'm cool happy man. watching. I'm happy watching this well, but you know, at least a sport that we both watch. Where is the next War Star League? Hmm. Uh, I'm looking it up because I kind of miss it though. Like especially now that well, I should watch Love TV Star League. Whoa. When is this happening? War 3.0. And is Sale going to be commentating? I'm not sure. I haven't subscribed. I haven't checked this channel in the longest time. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man. This was August 28th. So, it's probably this coming August. We're going to see another Star League. Hmm. Did you watch this one? What? Um, love Star League Season 3. No. Rudoire. Here's the players. Huh? For the parents. Mine. Mm-hmm. Haya. Piano. Mong. Sharp. Haya is playing. I it's know. worth watching, man. Who are the Zergs? Who are the Zergs? That's, that's what I'm interested Killer, in. Killer. Huh? Larva. Huh? Zero, man. <laughs> <laughs> Modesty and hero. Which hero? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I'll, I click. Okay, for the protest, shuttle, pure, snow, movie, ah. free, pusan, gemchi, and lazy. Yeah, It's Terrence versus Zerg, man. Yep. <laughs> that's a good, that, those are good, man. Yeah, zero! And larva. Oh, hero as an actual bi hero. Okay, okay. Because hero is like one of the most used names in Star Trek. (laughs) Which is why I really love Jadong. Like he's one of the only guys out there that actually uses his name. (laughs) Yeah. Like Man is playing. I miss watching that guy play, dude. Yeah. That fish. Hype, hype, hype. But, yeah, I mean, let's see in 2014, uh 2015, if we're going to have Brood War still. I'm, I'm saying, man, StarCraft 2 isn't that bad. I know, I know, but, you know. It's not it's not to the level of Brood War, but, like, it's not that bad. Tenth, Sonic Star League. There we go. SSL. Come on. Yeah. That's the one that I want to follow. Mm, yeah. Uh Like, aside from the other Star League, the love Star League. <laughs> this is I want to see when the date is so that we can follow yeah so for 2015 we should be watching at the 20 uh, that 11th year right yeah. now it's a 10th year so we'll still see but because that attracts like BISU <laughs> yeah exactly although the price pool of the year one is not bad 50,000 dollars dollars okay yeah. not one <laughs> yeah because 50,000 won is like nothing <laughs> <laughs> but yep internet connection is failing me right now it's a bit slow. That's, that's going to be like the content of the off-tangent <laughs> for like a good few months. Yeah. Dude, did you see this? <laughs> oh my god, I've played! <laughs> I like the map. And the thing is, I guess the reason why I'm not into Starcraft 2 is I haven't played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the reason, again, the reason why we got into Brood War is because... Bring back the 90s! <laughs> oh, look! Bro! <laughs> It was really funny though. Like what happened with us, right? Like StarCraft. The the, the reason I started playing StarCraft, again, uh, Brood War again was because of StarCraft Two. Yeah, because right? so we, we were like bracing ourselves. Like, yeah, this is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be the same. That's our expectations. <laughs> like updated graphics, all, like, all these things. things. And then when they released StarCraft Two, no land. Ah, let's right. continue playing Brood War. <laughs> It was so good. It was my, my little brother, dude. It was my, it was my little brother that got us into this. I distinctly remember one day, yeah. like one day, I I went back to Cebu for like Christmas break or something, and and um, as I was walking into like the house or something, I heard um, like ready to roll out, like bro, <laughs> you playing StarCraft? He's like, yeah, here, I'll give you a copy, <gasps> dude. Sonic Star League had the one hundred twenty eight man elimination. Damn, yeah. That was last year, though. I mean, is it, uh they, the announcement started April? I'm not sure if there is an 11th Sonic Star League, but that's 128 man. That's still a lot of players. Yeah, dude. And Bisou's is one of the people who got in. Uh, 11th Sonic Star League. Ha, here we go. Must to be held.